Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to hemp present. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to hemp present about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to Hemp Present, the weekly radio show where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers, and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, celebrating its 25th year and found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book, Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Transmitting from a fortified bunker under a ramshackle reefer radio warren at an undisclosed location deep within the rumbling bowels of underground Seattle, my goal is to spread the green flame of 420 truth in 30-minute increments. Today's guest on Hemp Present is High Times Magazine Executive Editor Dan Skye, who will be joining me on Hemp Present Hotline in our virtual studio in about 120 seconds. In a strange and paradoxical twist of folklore irony, The global cannabis counterculture that exists today, the creative, artistic, expressive, resilient, and even spiritual, lifestyle-based subculture that has penetrated practically every strata in every society of the world, would not exist as we know it today if prohibition had never happened. Prohibition created the cannabis culture. By targeting pot smokers, the government inadvertently brought us all together and thrust upon us institutions to rebel against and injustices to commiserate over. We have developed our own rituals, customs, imagery, music, and toke lore. The irony that our own government would treat a mild herb that generally makes one mellow, friendly, and nonviolent as if it were an inherently dangerous enemy number one level threat to society. It's just so outrageous and absurd that it demanded a culture of rebellion, ridicule, Mass disobedience, and that's just what it got. Cannabis gave those of us critical of the entire dominant paradigm a central symbol to exemplify a counterculture reverence for the natural world while also serving as a general symbol of the entire 60s counterculture. It's impossible to know whether or not there would have been a Cheech and Chong without prohibition or how different the 1960s Woodstock nation would have been if its principal herbal sacrament and one of its primary symbols had not been the subject of a scorched-earth, zero-tolerance governmental campaign of relentless hate and persecution. Unfair, unjust persecution has an impact on people. It has a binding effect. It creates a certain unique form of camaraderie. And there's a certain breed of human being that questions authority and who naturally explores the regions beyond cultural boundaries and accepted norms. 
Cannabis has served as a symbol of the irreverence and rebellion of every consecutive contingent of stoners since Cab Calloway sang about the reefer man. From the 50s beat generation to the 60s Woodstock hippies, from the 90s grunge slackers to the hip-hop culture of today. Weed has been a symbol of the defiance and self-determination of every generation of moral mavericks. But the seven-pointed pot leaf, via the legalization movement, stands for so much more. It stands for compassion and safe, affordable, non-toxic medicines with medical marijuana. It stands for environmental preservation and restoration, renewable and sustainable forms of energy with domestic industrial hemp production, and simple freedom and liberty with the stony herb. And the advances that we've enjoyed in recent years come on the footsteps of others who have blazed a trail through Prohibition's jungles of yesterday and helped define the very cannabis culture. Since its first issue hit the stands in 1974, High Times Magazine has been pushing the envelope and challenging convention. By featuring articles about drug use and drug users, and by employing trailblazing investigative journalism, political commentary, celebrity interviews, and most notably, featuring large photographic spreads of huge pot plants, gigantic buds, and massive chunks of hashish, High Times has served as a central conduit by which dope culture could disseminate its lifestyle, fashion, technology, and art. And the man most responsible for taking those awesome pot porn shots in High Times is also the magazine's editor-in-chief. Dan Skye has been a staff member of High Times since 1992 and is the most prolific contributor in the magazine's 40-year history. He's interviewed countless celebrities for High Times, including Oliver Stone, Melissa Etheridge, Louis Black, Dennis Hopper, Peter Fonda, Cheech and Chong, Roseanne, Roger Daltrey, Alanis Morissette, Woody Harrelson, Merle Haggard, and many others. He's also considered one of the world's foremost cannabis photographers, and I'm fortunate to have him with me today. Welcome, Monsieur Sky, to Cannabis Radio. What's up, my bruh? Oh, man, it's great to hear from you, Vivian. I'm so glad to be there, talking to somebody in Washington. Don't it's been a long now. time. been a long time, my brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so, so for the, the last 20-some-odd years, your job has been, among other things, to travel around photographing the world's finest cannabis and hashish. I mean... That sounds brutal, Dan. Your level of commitment must be incredible. How have you endured? Yeah, well, you know, it's the life of a marijuana journalist. I'm not going to say it's hard, but I, but it is uh, it is stony. It's a stony a stony road, in, indeed. No, it, it's really. I, I feel very very blessed to to have been able to do all of this. I mean, I've met so many different people. I've been all over the world, you know, seeing these gardens. Met so many incredible people. I mean, truly, that's the thing I always say about high times. We cover you. You guys out there, the activists, the growers, and the business owners, they're the ones who are really, really making the changes. We're just covering what you guys do. I mean, High Times reflects what's going on, and there are people far, far more courageous out there than High Times magazine. So I do appreciate the compliment, but it's the people out there who are doing the work. And, of course, you know, I jest. It's actually a tremendous amount of work. Headlines and deadlines keep you out of the breadlines and all that. <laughs> High Times Magazine is unquestionably the original and most recognized publication of its kind. It's created its own niche market, having trailblazed dope journalism. How did you first become introduced to High Times, Dan? And what does your job as editor-in-chief entail today? Well, you know, years ago, you, you know Peter Gorman. He was a senior oh, yeah. back in the 90s. He invited me on to one of his stories as the photographer, and we covered Quanah Parker, who brought Native Ameri- who brought the Native American church to, you know, uh, Native Americans in North America. Of course, the Native American church is the peyote church. So I covered Quanah Parker with Peter, and then that for the following summer, four months later, we covered Native American church ceremony for the magazine. So I did a 10-page pictorial. So that's where I started with peyote, not 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 marijuana. And I was in the fitness industry at the time, so this was a huge transition to go from fitness and health into this wild, wild world of marijuana. 
which uh, sometimes is considered somehow stigmatized as dirty or something like that. But you know, believe me, is I think it's the cleanest, most responsible community I think on earth, and I'm glad to be a part of it. My condolences on the passing last January of Michael J. Kennedy, the 78-year-old left-leaning lawyer who served as High Times General Counsel and Chairman for 41 years. Uh, and he passed with so much going on. I know you guys are publishing like something like 10 stories a day. You see over 4 million unique readers a month, maybe more right. by now. Your parent company, Trans High Corporation, has started the High Times Growth Fund, I think looking to maybe delve into equity investments in marijuana, and I've heard rumors of a cabaret dispensary presence in Las Vegas. <laughs> so much transition. Can you comment on any or all of these these things? Yeah, I mean, you know, my, Michael was a great loss to the company because he led us. He was, you know, he was there at the beginning with Tom Forsad when they when Tom founded the magazine, and so he was our counsel for years. And so, you know, we, he he blazed a path for us to follow. As far as what's going on, I mean, we, we sometimes are stigmatized as a very very corporate entity, and believe me, we are not. <laughs> we do smoke and mirrors. We we, you know, we are a very very small staff. The growth fund was something that we investigated. It no longer exists. We're looking at something in Blackhawk, Colorado, the High Times Lounge. We're certainly not in, in Vegas by any means. Our big okay. thing is our, our cannabis cup, which we try to put on all over the country, and we hope to put more and more on, uh, on in the country as the pot becomes legal. And, of course, it's the magazine the website. Those are our three basic platforms that we're trying to tell the world, we're trying to broadcast this great message out there. So that's, that's our main thing, website, magazine, and our cannabis cup. So, you know, what's some of your craziest pot shot stories? You must have some tales that involve nakedness, drug-fueled parties, being detained at the border or something like that. Can you bust well, anything okay. out for us? You know, have you ever been pulled aside going through airport security or any of that stuff? No, no, no. But, the I, you know, years ago, I ran into some Arizona smugglers, and they were still doing their job, and they were also involved in the hemp movement, but they were still funding themselves by doing, you know, moving a load now and then. And I'd known these guys for about a year and a half, and I said, geez, I really want to shoot a load. When are you going to let me? And they wouldn't, you know, they just you know, kind of fluff, you know, sloughed off. No, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Finally, I bugged them enough, and they said, okay, all right, we're going to try to set this up for you. So, we, you know, we drove all over. Phoenix in the afternoon, just waiting for the safe house to be ready. And so finally, we met at kind of like a Seven Eleven way outside outside of Phoenix, and uh, the, the Mexicans showed up, and they took one look at me, and they were, and the uh, smugglers explained what was going on. This was across the parking lot, and they came back to me, and they said, "Yeah, yeah, you can shoot the load, but you're going to have to drive it." <laughs> so I drove a load of a hundred hundred pounds of bales of pot for about three hundred miles in Arizona to a new safe house. And we set it up in the garage, and that became the 1997 Centerfold in July. So that was a, uh, so I took a huge, huge risk there. But I, you know, so that's what we do at high times sometimes. Is, you know, you have to. Back in the 90s, that was the way it was. You know, you just, you were taking your life in your hands. No, if a grower opened their doors to us, it was an incredible experience to have somebody do that for us. Now we're fighting them off. Everybody wants to see see their grow. Uh, so it's, it's it's changed a great deal, I and mean, we have. You know, businesses contacting us every day for coverage. So, you know, it's everybody is coming out of the woodwork now, and they want coverage from a high time. We used to have to beg for people. I mean, really, truly beg to, to get people to show us the grow where people were so paranoid back in the 90s and the late 80s. So, yeah, the whole, the, I mean, the whole paradigm has shifted. Uh, it must be as fascinating for y'all as it is for us at, at HempFest. By the way, we get the corporate thing. Oh, HempFest has gone corporate. You know, I'm, uh, we get that all the time. I'm not quite sure what it all means. But, uh, what does that mean? I mean, honestly, you've been free for years. I, I, you, I don't, I don't know. Corporate? I mean, I guess it means you're doing better than they are somehow. I, <laughs> it means you got a paycheck or something? I'm not sure what it means. I don't but, know uh, what that means. 
So I am speaking with Dan Skaya on HempFest, or on Hemp Present. I'm not on HempFest. My brain's on HempFest, but I'm on HempPresent on Cannabis Radio. We're going to take a quick pause for the cause because there's flaws in the laws. Hear a word from our sponsors, which keep us cranking, and then we're coming right back with the best questions for Dan Sky from High Times Magazine. Time to roll out for the people that let us HempPresent. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Northwest Alternative Health, Eugene's premier medical marijuana clinic, is proud to sponsor the Oregon Marijuana Business Conference. Are you prepared for the changes in the recreational and medical marijuana markets? The OMB presents the state's top industry experts, along with over 40 exhibitors, and features a keynote by Dr. Carl Hart. Also, tickets include a celebrity interview and private after-party with the one and only Tommy Chong. Join us Sunday, April 24th at the downtown Eugene Hilton, and be a part of Oregon's fastest-growing industry. Check out OregonMBC.com for more details. Dr. Dabber, hurry. Its temperature is shooting past 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up. I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct. Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber. Doctor's order. Less heat, <laughs> More flavor. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. The Vuber way. Yo, 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 this is your boy, TJ, Trinidad James. You're listening to Dr. Bina on Cannabis Confidential. L.A., what up? Nickname James, man. I'm worried like a like. People were so excited to see you supporting our industry, and it's so important to see people who are mainstream, who are out there, that people look up to. That was my first one ever going to, so that was definitely a big deal for me. It's not just, oh, man, just come smoke a bunch of joints. It's a lot of science into it. It's way more interesting than a lot of people might think who look down, per se, on what we enjoy. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back with Dan Skye on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. Dan, how has the High Times readership changed over the last 40 years? It seems that High Times has always had to kind of strike a balance between the young stoner slacker crowd and the steadily emerging industry types and strain nerds. Who reads High Times in 2016, in your opinion? Well, I think probably, you know, it's always been the 19 to 26 crowd. We have a good handle on that. But, you know, we cross over all demographics. We truly do. I mean, we have senior citizens now reading our magazine. The fact is, if you're a stoner, if you enjoy marijuana, I think that, you know, goes beyond demographics. You know, the people have a great affinity for cannabis. For some people, it's their salvation. You talk to medical marijuana people, it's changed their lives. 
It's improved the quality of, of life. So what we're always trying to do is get that message out there. We're, by nature, we're an adversarial magazine. We take on the government whenever they screw up, which is pretty much all the time. And so it's not just cannabis. I mean, we, we publish articles on fracking and on you know, Native American issues and civil rights issues. We're, we're, you know, it's, it's an adversarial advocacy magazine. That's what we're about. You know, th- I think we have to really address what's going on with water. I think in the next 25 years, we're going to see incredible things, not so good and some good. Maybe some people will use some creative thinking in order to really fix our water crisis. But it's down in Arizona and in Colorado and in some southwestern states are going to have some serious problems with the Colorado River in years to come. So these are things that we're interested in. Water, of course, you can't grow cannabis without good water. So obviously this is part of uh, you know uh, the High Times agenda as well. Fracking is, is a terrible, terrible crime. And anybody who says that it's good for jobs or any, anything, it just they, they have have no, you know, great, 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 have a great job for a year and then lose your drinking water for the next hundred. And that's where I stand on that kind of stuff. And that's where High Times is at. I feel you. And while High Times has always been a dope culture magazine, it's also been an alternative culture magazine. It's always had investigative journalism uh, reaching, or right. political journalism reaching to all kinds of areas. The other thing is I hear that the High Times site is blocked by a lot of internet filters in various places. I heard a rumor that to mitigate that, you're unveiling a safe for work spinoff. That won't no, have the, the pot theme lifestyle articles, or it'll have like lifestyle and recipes instead of buds. Is that real? Is that true? Well, this is you know it's funny that you just mentioned this. We were just having a meeting about this, and we're talking about this. Basically, we're just having a you know it's going to be a high times wellness site for for lack of a better word, and it's going to basically just give people all the information about medical information. Not that HighTimes.com is going to stop covering this, but this is going to be exclusively for people who are looking for help medically for loved ones, for themselves. You know, it's just going to be a conduit to that kind of information so they don't have to wade through bud shots and all our news and stuff like that. It's going to be just basically a health site. So we're going to see how that works. I think there's a, you know, that there are so many people who are just, you know, we still have 21 states who don't have medical marijuana, and a lot of these states are very restrictive to begin with. So people need to know about this, and there are these questions we get asked every single day. What is CBD? What is this wonderful cannabinoid? And so this is what we want to do is address the health questions that cannabis can address. What cool uh, new projects are you guys working on these days that people should know about? Well, we got we got to, we got another cannabis coming up in cannabis cup coming up in Michigan in Clio, Michigan, July tenth and eleventh, I believe. You can go to cannabiscup.com and check that out. And we're going to be going back to Clio, Michigan. We're and we were talking about this. We want to have a world stoner games. I mean, this is an Olympic year, so we're talking about really doing something great. We have a racetrack. That's where the Cannabis Cup is in Clio, Michigan. So it's made for for doing stoner. You know, Olympic events. That's what we're looking at right now. So that that, that we're, we're 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 spitballing that in the office right now. What kind of events we can come up with that are going to be stoner friendly and silly, and you know, it's, and you know, we can give the great prizes away. So, so that's kind of cool. Oh yeah, and the July issue is coming up very soon. We're always you know a little bit ahead of the game, but July issue coming up. Ganja Gourmet. Look for that on the cover. Elise McDonough, our edibles editor, has done a great job on this particular issue, and you can find all kinds of recipes to to make your own five course pot dinner. So, lots of great stuff coming up. It's summertime and we got a lot of events planned, so you're going to see a lot of high times this summer all over the country. I want to apologize that our uh, state legislature here in Washington State is so fucked up that they kicked the <laughs> Cannabis Cup out and, of course, made it extremely hard for us to, to do our own membership events here in Washington State as yeah. well, which is just ridiculous. So, well, 
Go ahead. Washington, I mean, I, I covered Washington uh, when we did our last Cannabis Cup in Everett there, and, you know, I got to go all over the state, saw some incredible gardens. How is the industry doing? I mean, I, I mean, I mean I, tell me, is it, is it, have they overtaxed this industry? Is the black market's cropped up again? I mean, what's going on, Viv? Well, you know, to switch the tables here on the interview a little bit. Yeah, I just want to, I want to know. No, no, it's fine. You know, legalization is a process, not an event. And I just, it's something I just got to remind myself of every day and and apparently everybody else too. You know, we just, we're just dense here. And it seems like our role in legalization is allowing the world to see how not to do it. And while we (laughs) look at at Colorado and Oregon, uh, who've just done an arguably much, much better job. Our industry is cranking. We've raised millions, you know, we've used a million dollars of 1.6, whatever, I forget what it is. I just said it on my last show. Mm-hmm. But we raised millions of dollars for tax coffers, you know, and there's, there's money rolling in. Basically, they've, they've killed and destroyed medical marijuana here. The black market is limping along, but, you know, there's rec stores all. You can go in right now, I go buy an eighth for about 50 to $60, uh, just walk into a store, buy an eighth, and walk out of perfectly good. Well, that's the like black market prices in New York City, man. That's, you know, that's yeah, the same it, kind it, of exactly. So the black market's going to have a hard time, except for the fact that you can't guarantee that your pot's organic. If you go into a rec store, you, you might be able to see the pot, but you can't smell it. To me, uh, I need to smell the pot to really know whether right. it's the kind of pot I want or not. I look at it and then I smell it. If I can't smell it, that, that's very challenging for me. It's kind of like Russian roulette. You're like, well, it well, looks you know, good. This, yeah. Well, this is you know this is the interesting thing. This is one thing we always say about high time. We have a you know our mission is kind of a three point mission. One is to let me let all people have med- access to medical marijuana. Those who need it, make sure that they can get it. Secondly, get all the people out of jail who are you know, who are who are suffering for their so called marijuana crimes. And third. Let's make a level playing field for this industry to flourish. I mean, what kind of industry, a beginning industry that's employing so many people is overtaxed like this, that there's taken advantage of like this, and they treat cannabis as if it's toxic waste or as if it's nuclear waste or oh, something yeah. like that? It, it, yeah, it's absolutely here. Here we got this seed to sale bullshit where it's oh, tracked okay. from the seed to the shelf to the sale. It's like treating it like it's plutonium. It's just a, it's, it's just pot. I mean, it's it's slightly more dangerous than peppermint tea and slightly less dangerous than wine, if you ask right. me. Well, and, I know Jeff Jones. I, he said he said to me about California. So many people have it's become mainstream. There, people treat it as ginseng or St. John's Wort. That's how mainstream it is. It's yeah, another and, and, and plant with no in incident, our without incident, right, Dan? Right, exactly, exactly. With, with no, the sky. That, you know, no, no pun intended. Not 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 to offense to you, but the sky has not fallen. <laughs> unless you fell, unless you have fallen recently, I don't know. I don't want to make assumptions here. Um, Dan, my time. I could talk to you for hours, especially if I was more baked than I am right now. But my time is running out. Uh, how can people find out more about what y'all got going on? Well, HighTimes.com is always the place to be. You can find High Times at your local newsstands. Hopefully, your distributors are picking it up. And of course, there's CannabisCup.com. We don't have anything scheduled for Washington or the Northwest. We really hope that, that that happens, and we're coming back to Washington, believe me. Well, Dan, I take every opportunity I can to remind everybody that you all uh, gave me Freedom Fighter of the Year and two Freedom Fighter of the Month in 96 and a, uh, a Lifetime Achievement Award a couple of years ago. High Times have been so good to me. Certainly, High Times, you changed my life when I got your very first issue when I was 16 years old in 1974, and I've been addicted ever since. Thank you so much for everything High Times has brought to our culture, You know, basically taking on the entire dominant paradigm of prohibition, the federal government, everything. It must have been extremely scary through a lot of it. You all have endured. Thanks now, so much, Viv. Now we're seeing it happen, bro, so thank you yeah. so much. 
All right. We'll get a stained glass window for you next, okay? <laughs> you got a deal, brother. Peace. All right, man. Now I want to get to a weekly feature him present on CannabisRadio.com, and that is the quote of the week, and here it is. Quote, there are only two kinds of dealers, those who need forklifts and those who don't. And that's Tom Forsaw, the late creator, founder of High Times Magazine. That concludes this installment of Hemp Presented on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank my power peeps in the control room, Hannah and Brasco, and all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more cannabis confabulation and reefer repartee with some hempy hero on a journey to justice. Because when it comes to prohibition, you've got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice, because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, and toke it easy. Don't forget to email me at hemppresent at gmail.com. The present theme song, Take Back the Plan, is performed by Sticker Bush and sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music, maestro. I'm out. Marijuana! THC! Sweet Sativa! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.